Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Chester Hanks. Big up, big up the whole island massive. It's your boy Chetana coming straight from the Golden Globes, you are saying. We've seen it for the time, I'm expressing in a while, soon forward come. Big up, tune in. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst mm. thing he's ever done. <laughs> I think that's the best way to put it. That's the best way to put it. It's not the worst thing he's ever done. As any Tom Hanks fan, long Tom Hanks, long time Tom Hanks fan knows, Chet Hayes is the uh, kind of loose puzzle piece in the whole thing of it all. Yeah, he's the son of Tom and Rita. They have two he's their oldest son. sons. He's a rapper slash actor slash Instagram user. And people often, you know, he comes up sometimes and then he goes away and then he comes up and then he goes away. And he's currently coming up because he was at the Golden Globes with his parents. He also like recently in the past four years got sober Mm -hmm. and had a kid. So like his life was just very drama. And now it's a little bit less drama. He's doing less acting and more less rapping and more acting. And he's sort of quieted down. Yeah. You know, but everyone we've been seeing less of him, but. That's sort of a good thing. Whatever. Right. But everyone forgot great. about him. And then he was front and center at the Golden Globes last night. Everybody was like, oh, yeah. Remember, like, Tom Hanks' son, who's like a little bit, you know, unexpectedly Tom they Hanks' brought son. The whole, they brought the whole clan there yeah, today. All the kids. Because they brought the kids with Tom Tom Hanks' other kids, his, his non-Rita children. His non-Rita. And then his Rita children. Even his non-Rita children were invited. Well, his I mean, Colin, children were Colin Hanks is a non-Rita child, so it's not like they're not talked about or referred to. They're usually yeah. there. Colin Hanks is a non-Rita child. Uh, Elizabeth is a non-Rita child. And then Truman and Chet are Rita children. But we only really Rita, care about Chet. Chester, yeah, Chet, we only care uh, Chet about Hayes. Him. We really only care about him. Colin's boring. Elizabeth isn't an actor. The and Truman is just too, Truman's a little too young to have actually had his you know coming out party. You know. Can we focus on the real like relevant Tom Hanks news, which Ch- was Rita? Well, Wilson's... I didn't even get to say Rita Wilson commented on this video of Chet oh. doing his thing, and he she just said, "Maybe the best laugh of the night." Crying laughing emoji. Oh boy! And it's like she's so supportive. Oh boy! Rita yeah, Wilson she loves is son. Rita Wilson is. The Hollywood version of he's so talented. I know. I'm so I love proud my of son. him. He's so talented. <laughs> he's so talented. They really don't comment directly about what Chet Hayes is doing. No. Like they're really not no. like getting. They're not really you know. No, that's what their 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 PR person is like. Just don't. Just don't talk about it. It's fine. Rita's night was not without drama of her own. She, she needed a laugh. She tweeted around. God, when was when did she tweet this? Like around well, the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes start at noon LA time. So this was probably around six a.m. that she tweeted this. My hair and makeup is person is one hour and twenty minutes late. Next tweet. Hair and makeup is still not here. Trying to be zen. Next tweet. Booked this person in September. Hair and makeup <laughs> still not here. And if that's like not bad, she went over to Instagram because the woman loves to mm-hmm. cross platform. Tweeted up, uh, Instagrammed a picture of herself with like her hair. hair that looked, you know, sl- slightly curly, not not blown out, not done up, and said, "We're oh, I don't even have the link, but like the, a version of those tweets again." My hair and makeup person is late, and I this was about one thirty L A time is when she tweeted okay. it. Okay, and she said, "What you look like when your hair and makeup person for the at Golden Globes is one and a half hours late, even though you booked him in September. We'll leave one hour to do hair and makeup." 
What? It'll only leave him one. She's like, how will I do this one in one hour? Well, you know she what? I saw her that night and she figured it out. She looked great. Loved. She um, always pulls through. Julian Moore commented, oh my God, I feel you. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer commented, heart. Kate Bosworth commented, oh, that's the craziest feeling. And of course. You look gorgeous anyway, though. The most Chrissy Teigen comment, which was, I cannot go on until I know who. I have no life. It's like, who the fuck needs to know who the makeup artist is? Like Rosanna Arquette is on a different planet and just says, beauty, love you, bravo to Tom, rose, 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 clap, 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 balloon, peace sign, prayer hands. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's really funny. Rosanna Arquette is like, I don't know what's happening. Rita Wilson, and I'm not saying this without evidence, like b- via unnamed sources, but also these tweets themselves, like she's kind of a monster. <laughs> I, I mean, mean <laughs> come on. No? I <laughs> I feel like celebrities like love her, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, the rumor mill is grinding out news that she's a bit of a monster, but that's okay. Not everyone. I mean, especially you're a monster when you're married to Tom Hanks. Just buy it. Like the comparison. Let's juxtapose these two people. I you mean, come across as a little more monstrous whenever your husband is Right. Tom it's Hanks. true. Like the sacrifice you make by being married to Tom Hanks is that you come off as a monster. Because like it's like Mr. Rogers' wife, people are like, you know, I love Fred, but his wife was a bitch. Right. And it's like, <laughs> you know? duh, she was a bitch. And it's like Mr. maybe Rogers. she was slightly mean once, you know? Yeah, but I do feel like looking at Rita those tweets, I'm just like, what is her what's your damage, lady, looking at those three tweets? How have we been talking about the Golden Globes for eight minutes and only been speaking about the Tom Hanks family? I know, and it's not even like in our wheelhouse. Let's. But... What else happened at the Golden Globes last night? Well, according I had to catch up this morning because a- I missed the first two hours. According to page six, Fiji Water Girl Caliph Cuthbert isn't watching the Golden Globes. Well, a year ago, all we could talk about was, was Fiji, Fiji Water Girl, water girl which is a good was a fun takeaway for the Fiji Water brand and me, I guess. This year, there was no standout spawn, either in like which commercials a, or on the red carpet. Which says a lot about, you know, the state of the Golden Globes. Hmm. People were more interested in what was what happening at say? the Globes than maybe last year. People were less interested in them. They were a little bored. They were looking to other things, mm-hmm. other memes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had, we could talk about Ricky Gervais today. We could talk about the Who's Who Won Acting Awards. We could talk about Ansel singing which I wasn't expecting. Here are the nominees for Best Original Song! Um, the most important things I want to talk about in terms of who's were the who's that one that no one knew, meaning Taryn for Rocketman mm-hmm. and Aquafina for Aquafina. The Farewell, who, which was like my favorite movie of the year, basically. But when she got mm-hmm. up there, everyone was like, huh? What? Incredible. Even she was like, excuse me? Exactly. Taryn Edgerton is, you know, known for Kingsman Secret Service and now Rocket Man. I saw a great tweet going around that was like, five years ago at the Golden Globes, this small British man like photobombed our photo. And his friend said, this is my friend Taryn. He's going to be famous in five years. And it's like this photo of like. Taryn Edgerton like jumping into these people's photo and it's like wow classic okay I had uh, a dream about Taryn Edgerton last night oh wow and it was so it was so funny because it was just I was literally at a party and he was there 
and he was, you know, being, you know, as Taron Edgerton is wont to do, being very anxious and shy in a corner and not speaking to anyone. Um, in my dream version of Taron, he's just not talking to anyone. And I was like, oh, hi, I'm Bobby. I introduced myself. And we became best friends. Your dream. That's a crazy <laughs> dream. And it was like, oh, and then other friends of mine were there. And then, you know, like, I introduced him to everyone. And I was like, oh. And then by the end of it, I woke up. I woke up feeling as though Taron Edgerton was my new best friend. What? <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, how long like, did it take you to, like, not to realize that that was in your well, dream? Well, you know, it takes, like, one second. When you're like, oh, I'm in, I'm in my house. Did you, like, were I don't you know looking at photos of him before you went to sleep or something? No. No. So why I was maybe Taren? thinking about him because we had texted like LOL at Taryn and Aquafina or something. Yeah. We laughed about Taryn and Aquafina being two big who's who won. Right. And then that must have sept in seeped into my brain. So your dream was just like that you befriended Taryn. Like it wasn't a sexy dream. It was just oh we're buds. Only you would just dream <laughs> this like elaborate setup where you become best friends with Taryn Edger. Anyway, so now he's a them in my brain. Your best friend, Taryn. He was he was Elton John. Also, it's very funny for a biopic. It's or not funny, rare when the biopic star is just like in every photo with you. I know. You. It is rare. It is rare. And like so enthusiastic about the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Like Judy Garland is fully dead. And Renee is just up there alone being right. crazy. We don't know what but Judy Taryn has thought. Taryn has her little Taryn has his little, you know, his statue of Elton next to him all the time. I also felt the same way, and I said this to you about how, like, um, Ellen won the Carol Burnett Award, but she was just, Carol Burnett was there, because she won it last the- year. Like, they made this award for Carol Burnett. She won it last year. This is the second year of the award. Ellen, like, quote, unquote, won it. But, like, Carol Burnett didn't die since then. She's still there, so she's just, like, watching her award. I just thought that was, like, it is funny to, you know, to it's like naming your kid after somebody still alive i guess that's not mm. weird that's less weird but it, it is funny to watch Kel burnett like you know watch yeah. her award be presented to ellen well you know they brought cecil b the mill back from the dead and they he was watching right. from in the wings when tom when Hanks tom won got the his cecil b award yeah i didn't watch his speech should i tom's i heard he cried a little bit he got choked up but it was very tom like midway through the speech he was like in 1975 when i was in and everyone's eyes like glazed over in the audience they like cut to like lucy boynton who's like um like going cross-eyed like everyone was just so bored it was very sweet because in true tom fashion he just like bored everyone to death he was like my theater director at the shakespeare company in vermont was like step up and do good and that's my and then i did bosom buddies right and Well, everyone was just like, oh, Tom. It was just so, it was cute. A thousand years ago in 1977, when I was an intern at the Great Lake Shakespeare Festival, my first professional job, we all got yelled at by Dan Sullivan, the director. Uh, We had partied a little bit too much the night before. We were showing up for rehearsals, and he screamed at us. Well, he did actually. Who were some other who's? There was Ansel singing, which was insane. Insane. Like, here are the nominees for... Best original song. And why was Dakota Fanning beside him? Because she was we... supposed to be co-presenting, but he just. No, I understand that. But what is she promoting apart from her sister? I don't. What is she doing? What? Excuse. First of what all. What is Dakota Fanning doing? That Lindsay? is so rude. Dakota Fanning is just as busy as her sister. I don't know that. You know that I she's also busy. I don't know that. You know. Come on. 
Well, no. the alienist was already canceled, so I don't know what else she's doing. The alienist. The... <laughs> oh, right. She was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. I completely forgot she was, she was squeaky. squeaky. From... Yeah. <laughs> she was squeaky. She was squeaky. Wait, I take it back. I'm so sorry. How dare she you? She was literally in a, like a Best Picture And nominee. I'm asking okay. you, what's oh. Elle fanning up to, Mr. Well, she was in that terrible movie where she sang oh, team... covers. Yeah, songs. but and that movie wasn't nominated for shit. Best Original Song! I think he heard that I liked him a lot and he's just actively trying to embarrass me for that opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm taking it very personally. This is my version of your Taryn Edgerton dream, I have to say. Violetta is, was so proud of him for singing. Oh, she was so I mean, he proud didn't sound him. bad. It was just weird. Why did he sing? Anyways, moving on. I well, don't it's like It wasn't as good as the iconic Catherine Zeta-Jones coming out and going, um, oh, God. do you hear the people sing? <laughs> Today at the Golden Globes, and then she just to me. <laughs> Good evening. Do you hear the people say the grittiness of life in 19th century France, the conflict between right and wrong? <laughs> I remember that. In 19th, <laughs> do you hear the people sing? And then she smiled. Oh, she's so here. proud of herself. Uh, right. What happened? I I also tried looking for this clip of Priyanka and Nick presenting. I couldn't, but find, I couldn't it find it anywhere. So. You keep Nick saying they're Jonas gross. <laughs> was there? It, they are gross. They are gross. They are. No, I know, but why was this particular instance gross? Because, I know they're okay, gross. They're I'm disgusting. explaining it to you. So this is what I. This is from my memory. He's there because of like some song. He got nominated for like original song. Also, a lot of action around original song. Like Beyonce and Jay Z showed up late for theirs. Like you know, Taylor Swift did like a bit with Amy Poehler for hers. Like everybody for original song was kind of like. Wacky. Diane Warren's throwing another Hail Mary, like petting her cat, right. being like, whatever. She's like threatening to blow up the place, like from a phone, from like a phone booth. She's like, this time I'm hedging all my bets on Chrissy Metz. And right. you're like, good luck this time. My hedging my bets on Chrissy Metz. Okay. No one should do that, by the way. Don't hedge your bets on Chrissy Metz. Okay. Bad Me, odds. That's like the deleted scene from Uncut Gems. <laughs> Adam Sandler hedges his bets on Chrissy Metz. And it's like, no, no another don't failure. Do it. Okay. <laughs> So He's they like, get up there. I'm putting it all. I'm putting it all on Diane Warren winning for breakthrough. Okay, please stop. <laughs> Julia Fox is like, I love you, baby. That's such a good bet, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, what else? Where were, I'm where not were we? Done. I'm not done. So they get up on stage to present together, which is just, oh God. Disgusting. And she goes, okay. honey, I mean, she goes, honey, this doesn't count as our date night. And looks out Ugh. at the audience and he's like, <laughs> and she's like, nah, 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 nah. and then I forgot the rest of it. But that was like, the, <laughs> that was like the gist of it. Ladies and gentlemen, from We Can Be Heroes and The White Tiger, Priyanka Chopra Jonas and Golden Globe nominee and newest coach on The Voice, Nick Jonas. You look amazing tonight, baby. I'm so glad we get out of the house be at this beautiful party. Yeah, well, nice try, Nick, but this does not count as date night, clearly. Fair point. Here are the nominees for best TV series, musical or comedy. She's like, honey, you know our date night is this us going to the On the Border in Hicksville. <laughs> <laughs> honey. <laughs> it was like so, it's just so weird to see them be like, my babe, my love, my sweet. They're just, they're they're oh, so over the top mm-hmm. that it's just like this performance. This, go- yeah. this performance I would not nominate for any Golden Globe. You know, it's <laughs> okay. not. Anyways, 
So they were there. Uh, there were some Who winners. I mean, Who films. One of them was 1917 winning <clears throat> Best Picture Drama. Right. Everyone's like, what? Even Sam Mendes, I think, was like, me? What? It saw this? People saw this? This? It's barely out. Well, that's, it's, well, that's it's, what I was going to say. It hasn't gone wide yet. It's barely, like, I, you also watched Little Women last, yesterday, but I saw it yesterday, too, in theaters for, like, the 15th yeah. time, and there was a premiere for, there was a preview for it, and it was, like, out January 10th. I was like, what? Yeah. It's not out? It's only New York and L.A., so, or, you know, limited, maybe, like, you know, well, your Austin's. And your... that pissed me off, because people kept being like, oh, maybe Little Women isn't getting, like, nominated or recognized because it just came out, but, like, 1917 isn't even out yet. At least Little Women is out yet, so... It's just interesting to me, you know. That's little not women a good gotta reason. say, not this isn't a this is not a little women podcast. Better the mm. third time. Better the third time. That's what I said. Better, better. getting I, better every time I see it. And I gotta say, and I yeah. gotta, I was telling this to my friends last night when I first saw it. The, I mean, I was not as annoyed by the structure as a lot of people were initially, no, but I, I was still either. sort of like, this is a little confusing. I get why people are annoyed. I like it by better. the third time. I was like, oh, the structure is like full. This is a brilliant move. Yeah, it's no, amazing. It's a, it's like, a perfect movie. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. No, it gets better each time. Each time you notice a new thing, I... And Emma Watson, not the worst part of it. I start tearing up at different parts. I recognize different things that make me emotional. Yeah, I did. I, I never cry, but I tear up every time I watch it. Oh, my different God. Par- you're right. At different parts. Oh, my God. Laura Dern, still insanely cast. What a weird, insane well, casting Well, every Laura time Dern I see was. it, I shift my opinion to be like, Laura Dern is worse than Emma Watson. Like, Lord, I'm like... No, oh, yeah. Laura mm, Dern mm. is the worst part of that movie, which right. is not to say she's bad by any means. It's just like, she makes no sense in that movie. Emma it's Watson kind of makes sense in that movie. It's a jarring, like, takes you out of the movie and like. At least Emma Watson, like, feels like she could be there. You know, every time she's like, I'm a yeah. terrible actress. You're like, I love it. Yes, Meg. <laughs> I'm terrible. God, Little Women is so fucking good. When it's Laura so Dern is like, good. there's like, you need, you need, um, you need a Marmy with like a little edge to her, like a little sourness because there's yeah. a scene where, that scene where she's like, I'm angry all the time. I know. I'm well, like, like, no, Laura Dern, no, you're not. Well, <laughs> you're literally not. But like, Laura Dern has given that performance, like the one that maybe, Greta wanted in other stuff like she is like has played like a mother with an edge well, and like Big Little Lies and like even in Marriage Story but it's so modern. I think even in light, Enlightened I mean Enlightened is she's she's a little too hippy dippy but right. there's like an anger there that's palpable the but entire not here. show and well, not here. She's like it was mm, funny because I was reading my girls. Well, that interview with Saoirse <laughs> where she was like um she was like I always play period like I had to play modern and Lady Bird to prove that I could play modern i feel like laura dern's the opposite where it's like she really can't play period i wasn't <laughs> no like i wasn't can't. convinced at all that she existed in this year she's like no stepped into Bob the Odenkirk movie from like 2020 sense. yeah whatever also we don't last do thing about little women oh if God. laura dern not even as characters if laura dern and bob odenkirk had children they would be the most annoying children in all oh of God. hollywood they really the would. most annoying children they, well uh, i mean amy it would be so amy. 1917 it won best picture it's hooey as hell. Prestige who, as you wrote here, it's definitely a prestige who. Missing Link won Best Animated Film, which made me laugh out loud when I saw well, that. Well, isn't so, that not Pixar or is it DreamWorks? No, like, what is it's, that? it's nothing. It's oh. not. I think it's DreamWorks. Um, That's like shocking that pick, right? Was it? No, they handed the Hollywood Foreign Press like a bag of gold coins. And I they mean, were, I like, have whatever. no opinion about animated movies. But... Oh my God, it's Annapurna. Oh, so it's not even... It's not DreamWorks or Pixar. Megan Ellison is like, my baby, finally, my, my, the right. number one movie I've ever worked on finally won. Like, Missing Link. Mm, yeah. So, I don't know. I Like, I don't this know. This is a movie about the yet a Yeti? What yeah, it's is like this? Ice Age. It's like the Missing Link in the... In the um, 
starring Hugh Jackman and Zoe Saldana. What is this? I mean, okay. The other like who drama that we talked about last time was this Michelle Williams stuff, which got even (gasps) more convoluted. I thought. Oh my god! Like. What, everything that there's, we're not discussing. There's no better misdirection than winning a Golden Globe for Fosse Verdon. I mean, first of all, no I was so happy that she won. I was like, get on up there and show us what you got. And did she perform? Like, she? they should give her a Golden Globe for the performance that she did at the Golden Globes. I, that was the what first thing I saw when I got, when I got home. I turned on the TV I got, it was like, and Michelle, and it was her literally walking up to the stage. I was like, okay, great. Perfect timing. I get to watch her right, speech. And right. I was just like floored by right. it. I mean, it was a fully wow, this prepared. Woman is, this woman is brilliant. A fully written speech about the women's right to choose, which like we all fucking agree with women. Everyone in that room. I know that it's like she's talking to the people in America, like the, you know, she's talking to mm-hmm. other people, but like everyone in she's that room agrees with you, yeah. you know, I, Anyone who wants to hear what you are saying tonight is like not saying boo-boo about women's right to choose, right? Like no one cares. (laughs) But she gets up there and she's like doing this whole fucking speech. And you're like thinking the whole time, what? Like, (laughs) what? (laughs) You're like, I can't complain, but. But. Not once did she thank either Fosse or Verdon, I don't think. (laughs) Just what a weird time to, because I don't know. I mean. There were a few people that treated their kind of Golden Globes win as like opportunity to give a speech like about Mm -hmm. current events, which I think is fine, but ultimately just disappointing because it's not off the cuff and it's not, you know, earnest or it is earnest, but it's not like fun and on, you know, live. She will she will defend to the death a woman's right to choose whether or not she wants to watch Fosse Verdon or not watch Fosse Verdon. You do, you want to watch something else? Fine. Fine. You want to watch Fosse Verdon? Amazing. That's your you right. You can do what you want. Right. I Busy mean, is like, oh, girl. I mean, I'm not like, so I'm not like, ooh, the Joker, but like at least Joaquin got up there and was like, stop taking fucking private planes. That is a message that I can support. Speak to the room you're in. That's amazing. Oof. <sighs> And then what else happened? Busy was there. Busy's then the guy was there, and they took that photo. The three of them, that couple that they're yeah, in. Terrible. Oh my god! Um, Pierce Brosnan's like two sons were like Mister and Mister Golden Globes. Everybody was like into that. We love like the Mist the Golden Globes. Young people. What are they called now? The Mister. They're not called Miss Golden they're Globes called, anymore. Like, they're called Young um, Golden, Young GG or something. Stay Golden. The golden golden people. I mean, these kids are Whatever, both already. Them. Everyone's like, make them models. It's like they're already models. First of all, have you heard of nepotism? Like they didn't need the Golden Globes <laughs> award ceremony to have them be, you know, picked up as models. They are models, you know. Yeah, they're just like tall, weird-looking children of famous people. So of course they're models. How you guys feeling, man? We're great. We're doing great. We're so happy and excited and honored to like be here in this capacity as ambassadors and represent our family and the HFPA and feed a charitable organization all at the same time. Truly an honor. And when you first uh, were told about it, what, what was your reaction? Oh, when we were first told, we were both actually in film class, both in film school, and my mom called us and she's like, we have an amazing opportunity, you too. And it was overwhelming, and now we're here and so much anticipating to now be here, and it's just such an honor to do this with my brother. And you're both in film school? 
That, that's also clearly following in your footsteps, sir. I, I, how, how proud are you, your boys, and is it a dream, I imagine, one day to all work together? Oh, this is a great honor for Keely and I as mom and dad here for our boys. This is like getting our own Golden Globe, really, for these two young men as young filmmakers to be representing the Golden Globe Awards and as ambassadors. Who else was on the red carpet? Oh, uh, Bill Hader and Rachel Bilson made their debut Which as a couple. no one really made. I mean, there was a few no people cares. who cared on Twitter, but no This one, one tweet that was like, I'm screaming. And everyone's like, I'm fine. Right. Like, no one cares. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm yawning. I mean, it's almost impressive. Like, they're going to kind of like, I feel like they're going to get one blip and then kind of go under the carpet. At, yeah. And I also the... feel like Bill, Bill Hader, I thought we all agreed that he sucks, but whatever. Oh, it's mm. fine. I've heard uh, um, I've heard a lot of goss. So uh, Jason Momoa's arms were out. He wore a tank top. That's fun. perfect for the Golden Globes. Loved these. The number one tabloid thing of the night, which is a listy and demi, but funny in a hooey wake that's covered by tabloids, was Jen Aniston being in the same room as Brad Pitt. Like mm-hmm. the they cut to her kind of in the background yeah. of a shot during his they speech. Cut- they very you could tell they very knowingly were like we don't want to zoom in on her but we we'll wanna... let's put her in it so they like did a, a a wider shot of like five people and she was among them well like the room isn't that big and they put all of the stars toward the front so mm-hmm. she was in the same as technically row as him like they were both like towards yeah. the front of the room but it was weird because they would they would they would cut to people who were close-ups taking up the full frame but when it was jennifer they didn't cut directly to her right and she Weird. didn't win anything. She was there. She didn't win anything. Thank God. Sorry, I hate mm-hmm. the morning show. So like, whatever. But every tabloid was like, will Jen and Brad like look at each other, talk to each other, be near each other, blah, oh, blah, they're blah. They're fine. They're civil. They're it's good fine. friends, she said on the on the carpet. And then the JustJared.com's take was, here's what Angelina Jolie was up to while the Golden Globes were happening tonight. Love that. Did you click it? What was she up to? She was like shopping earlier that day at like oh, okay. somewhere. Who mm-hmm. cares? Like who cares? Some of the arguably funniest Golden Globes reporting is like inside the after parties, you know, where mm-hmm. they're just like, they're like the celebrities were like doing secret things that only they do for each other. And it's like, no, first of all, this is fully reported on. Everyone knows that like there are reporters there, right? Like they're also mm-hmm. invited there. Uh, and so we have... They're still at work when they're at these Right, companies. like they're literally with their bosses and coworkers. Not that that doesn't mean they don't get like wild like you would at an office party, but it be, people acting like they're doing these things behind closed doors, they're not. These are open doors. Not to you, but to them. My point is that there are some great write-ups from E! Online about the different parties. You want to read some of them? Mm-hmm. Here's one of them. It says, Taylor Swift was there with Joe Alwyn. The duo mingled around the party, looking, quote, inseparable and really in love, noted an insider, a.k.a. Tree Pain. Taylor had her arm on Joe and leaned in to kiss Ooh. him. Pitt and Aniston Ooh. reunited with a quick hello and cordial conversation. Quote, they approached each other once they saw each other inside and looked happy as they started to hug and say hello. They were trying to be low-key. That's like written by a robot. <sighs> of course I'm they sorry. Were. Of course. They were trying to be Harry Washington had a low-key. blast. She danced to Beyonce. And was later joined on the dance floor by Reese Witherspoon. They danced to Usher and Justin Timberlake. Um, Daniel Craig refused to dance. Little fires on the dance floor. Um, fuck. Um, who, what other? Added the insider. Everybody wanted to talk to J-Lo. Oh, God. She, like, didn't want to talk to anyone. Timothy Chalamet roamed about the affair while Lily Rose Depp sat at a table with some girlfriends. She later exited the party. <laughs> Solo drama. 
That's so rude. At the This yeah. I love. At the Beverly Hilton, Moe and Shandon were flowing as guests snacked on egg rolls, fried chicken sliders, and meatballs catered by who else but Craig's Craig. restaurant. Um, on the dessert sweet menu, sweet pizzas. pizzas in an ice cream oh, bar. <laughs> what am I? Like at a 14-year-old birthday party? Jesus. Meanwhile. Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt were celebrating the Irishman. And then there's this quote. Brad was in a great mood and very social with everyone. An eyewitness told E! News. On the dance floor, he happily took selfies before disappearing into the crowd. Meanwhile, Jennifer Aniston was, quote, inseparable from Jason Bateman's wife, Amanda Anka. And Sandra and Bullock. This was at the Netflix party. So both Aniston and... Um, <sighs> And Brad Pitt went to both the CAA party and the Netflix party. They were party hopping. What else? And meanwhile, Sandra Bullock is just like eternally connected to Bird Box and is just like cannot get out of Netflix's hair. Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost catch up with Greta Gerwig and Billy Eichner. Plus, there was a Vampire Diaries reunion as Nina Dobrev hung out with Ian Somerhalder and Nikki Reed. Oh, my God. This is like insane. What about HBO? This star-studded event at the Beverly Hilton was brought out Henry Winkler. Ansel Elgort, Helen Mirren, Larry David, Aquafina, Mitchell? Like Shay Mitchell. Mitchell. <laughs> oh, Shay Mitchell, and many more. After arriving together, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet said hello to Helen Mirren. <laughs> the way that's just A ravenous Kieran Culkin sat at a table solo while he chowed on some, some food. Later, he was joined by his succession co stars, including Sarah Snook and his on screen mom, Hayam Abbas. Meanwhile, Aquafina took selfies with fans. Shay Mitchell raved about her newborn daughter, and Chris Harrison hung out with his girlfriend, Lauren Zima. So good. Chris Harrison's like, I can't talk to my, anyone. This, this is, is my girlfriend, insane. Lauren Zima. Okay, what about this one? Hollywood Foreign Press Association uh, involved. They went to get their statues engraved. It was a total traffic jam, mm-hmm. an insider joked. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Amazon moderately marvelous mrs mazel everyone showed up even john ham was excited to chat with the comedy stars even even john ham even john ham and then like the in style and warner brothers party which was in some you which, know like anyone lot. could get into truly <laughs> under, which is like under like a wedding tent it was just open ariel winter and and boyfriend luke benwald only had eyes for each other because no one else was there at the beverly hilton as Oasis's Wonderwall played, the actress led her love onto the dance floor. Again, this is probably a parking lot. She sang along and was fist pumping in the air to the catchy tune. Was she tune. the only one as there? The this on, is ridiculous. The duo stayed put on the dance floor singing and dancing as the DJ played hit after hit. She raised her glass in the air when Lizzo's Truth Hurts came on. And during J-Lo's Ain't It Funny, she was grinding up on her man. No one else is here. Oh, Hannah Brown was there, quote, ready to have some fun. And a witness, <laughs> I said a witness, while Bella Thorne <laughs> let loose with some girlfriends. Kate Beckinsale and Machine Gun Kelly talked at length, making intense eye contact before Thorne oh interrupted God, their fuck. conversation. <sighs> Meanwhile, Paris Hilton was hand-in-hand with a date. She was touching and rubbing his neck. Other guests included Laverne Cox, Nicole Scherzinger, and Skylar Astin. That is the (laughs) saddest party. That is, like, truly the saddest. How did Ariel Winter... The most famous person there is Kate Beckinsale. Ariel Winter and her boyfriend got, like, 14 paragraphs. And Lizzo wasn't even there. Her song just played. (laughs) <laughs> this is <laughs> i cannot i cannot believe i cannot believe that that's it. like that's the party <laughs> life uh, what <laughs> the in-style party where ariel winter and luke benwald are on the dance floor alone grinding to truth hurts and then meanwhile kate beckinsale's 
I fucking machine gun Kelly as Laverne Cox, Nicole Scherzinger, and Skylar Aston are like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Hannah Brown, quote, note that Hannah Brown is, quote, ready to have fun, but she's not actually it's not having like, fun. There's no proof she's, that she's actually enjoying herself. She's just ready to have some fun. Okay, we have to actually yeah, stop talking about the Golden Globes okay, now. moving on. The top of this ad copy says Aura pronounced Aura, but what it should say is Aura pronounced like Rita, because it is. It's Rita Aura, but this is just we're Aura. We're quite A-U-R-A. familiar how to pronounce Aura. <laughs> Let yeah, me tell please. you that. And the other thing we're quite familiar with is giving good gifts, because we've both been giving Aura frames to various family members for as long as we've been doing this. And let's just say <laughs> they never flop. As long as we've been doing the ads. It's true, They've though. They've never because Aura frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital frames allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos with the Aura app. And if you're giving Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. I love that. I haven't done that, but I would do that next time. That's a really good idea. I haven't done that either. I like, I'm more like sending people connecting to their frame and then just sending photos randomly so they get a little surprise of a fun little photo that's in their frame. Aura has a great deal for Father's Day right now. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. This deal ends June 18th, so don't wait. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Hold on. Wow, I'm yawning. Wait, we should leave that in. I'm yawning. Oh my god. Do you need some sleep? Did you sleep well last night? Or did you sleep too well last night? I, that's the thing is like the yawn usually means you haven't slept well. But sometimes I think the yawn means like the sleep was too bang- it was too banging. Too banging? <laughs> <laughs> On your Helix mattress? My bed is like my sanctuary, as you know. And it's really because of my sheets for one, obviously my pillows for two, but mostly for my mattress. Mostly my mattress. Mm-hmm. Because my bed is like made exactly for me because I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a mattress because I, you know, I wanted something that felt the way that I wanted to feel. I think I like a medium. I sleep on my side. Yeah, I sleep on my side and my stomach. Same. But I have a, I have a, I have a mattress on the firmer side, which I love. I like but there's a, soft, a little bit of a softness to it. It's I like a softness, a soft, I like sinking firm. in. I like sinking into the mattress, you know? But that's fine. We all sleep differently. And that's why Helix has so many different mattresses to choose from. They're personalized. They're shipped straight to your door, free of charge. They offer a 100-night free trial. And they offer a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new mattress. But if you don't want to take our word for it, or many, many words for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for hooligans. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. We're done with the Golden Globes. <laughs> um, what a terrible Golden one Globes last, catch up. Speaking of Michelle Williams. White Michelle Williams revealed her pregnancy and engagement to that random person. Michelle Williams, Black Michelle Williams, went on her Instagram and said, a few comments are tricking in. And of course, not trickling, a few comments are tricking in. Yeah. And of course, I had to Google to see what was going on. Congrats are certainly in order, but for hashtag Dawson's Creek, hashtag Fossey Verdon, hashtag Brokeback Mountain, hashtag Greatest Showman, hashtag Manchester by the Sea, quote, Quote, Michelle. Michelle. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) Because she says this all the time. Okay, bye. Her DMs get flooded. Thing. People at her when they mean White Michelle Williams, and she well, has Well, White now, Michelle Williams is not on Instagram. Yes, yes. So, not to be rude, but Black Michelle Williams should change her Instagram name so that she doesn't get the bullshit from White Michelle Williams' life. Because God no. knows that drama is not going to end. 
she it's still her name she oh. no the onus is not on her to you, do anything okay i'm just saying it's annoying and she's like always like i my name's going crazy what did i do oh wait it's white michelle williams hashtag manchester by the sea she's like wait i'm not engaged wait i'm not pregnant <laughs> wait busy phillips isn't my best friend right it is so funny love- every time she does this Okay, bye. I love the uh, the hashtag she chose. Dawson's Creek, Falsy Verdon, Brokeback Mountain, Greatest Showman, and Manchester by the Sea. She wants to remind you that this woman is not it's her. It's this one. It's this one. It's this one. one. <laughs> she had to see what was it's going Manchester on. Manchester by the Sea. Can we just call her Manchester by the Sea, Michelle, from now on? Manchester by the Sea, quote unquote, There's Michelle. Destiny's Child, Michelle, and Manchester by the Sea, Michelle. Right. That's better. That's better. Manchester by the um, Sea, Michelle. More news. Uh, that was slightly old. Yeah, that was slightly old. This... I love this tweet from Foxy MNJ, whose username is Mona Lisa Vito, which is iconic. Do you know who Mona Lisa Vito is? No. Marissa Tomei's character in My Cousin Vinny. Um, <laughs> the tweet is, Cameron Diaz had a whole ass baby and no one knew. <laughs> yeah, no, she did. She did. It's impressive. She had a whole ass baby. I mean, so she, let's go on. Uh, well, everybody was like, specul- it's like, did Cameron Diaz have a surrogate? It's like, she's 47 years old. Something... She like she, yeah yes science says likely she did use science you know mm-hmm. not to be like what like it doesn't she matter probably used a surrogate but you didn't but know that Cameron it literally Diaz, doesn't matter right but you knew you didn't know that Cameron Diaz had quote a whole ass baby because one she's never like around and yeah. two she didn't grow it in her belly so you didn't see like whatever, a bump or anything but whatever <laughs> method she used to release Radix onto the world yeah. No one was really paying attention no. to her because she wanted it that way. Right. You know, so. The reveal was special because. Even if she had had the world's biggest more. baby bump, like there were just no photos being taken of her. Right. Because she was avoiding them. Although I do Radix feel like. Radix is the like, name R-A-D-D-I-X. Whenever Cameron Diaz is like goes to the supermarket, I feel like she gets popped a lot because I think people are always like, what's she up to? Where is she? So I think the paparazzi like to get her and then like throw her in the mix more often than you'd think they would for somebody who does I never nothing. saw. I never saw photos of her bump, so... No, she has... No, she I, she... I didn't either, but I'm just saying, like, she... It's weird how she's one of those, like, kind of... People are obsessed with the fact that she's not working. Yeah. Purposely. They're like, oh, she retired. There were all those things about and how she retired. Like, I did Drew Barrymore was talking about it. Right. Yeah. Um, Radix is what they named the baby. Radix is, like, not a name that really exists anywhere. Did you see Margaret Lyons tweet it? She did all the research on, like, birth records. Margaret Lyons is, like, baby name expert. So that's definitely, I trust her. And she was, like, fewer than five children were named Radix last year in the United States, which could mean zero, could mean one, could mean four. R-A-D-D-I-X. Mm-hmm. It's similar to Maddox, which has Welsh roots. R-A-D-I-X is a word that means a source or origin of something. Okay. So there's something sort of interesting about that. Like the, the if they meant that. Benji Madden, the, the dad, used to be in a band called Rad Omen. Mm-hmm. Wait, so before I guess he was my question in, is like, who's the, who's the who in this situation? Why are we talking about this? Benji is Ma- Radix the who? Radix is the who. But also I think... I think Benji we're a little... Ma- Cameron Diaz and Ben Madden are sort of hooey in that we don't hear from them much. And it's it's the same sort of news cycle as Michelle Williams and what's his butt. Because it's like, oh, 
here's the news. It's all of the news, which is not only was I pregnant, I had the baby and the baby exists and its name is Radix. So we're talking about this because it's more of a media. It's a media, more mm-hmm. of an interesting media tale. Mm-hmm. OK, I'll take that. And she announced it on her Instagram, but no photos of the baby. And she's like, we're not going to show the baby. We also don't know when this baby was born. Like, we don't know. They announced it on New Year's because, like, that's a great time to drop news. But, like, we don't know when. We won't be posting pictures or sharing any more details other than the fact that she is really, really cute. Some would even say, rad. Smiley face. Yeah. So Cameron Diaz. From our family to all of yours, we're sending our love and best wishes for a happy new year and happy new decade. Sincerely, Cameron and Binge. Okay. 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 I like Cameron. I like Benny. Nicole Benj. Richie has a new uh, niece. Yeah, that's cute. That's cute. I never say never to anything, believe me. Babies included, because surprise, Cameron Diaz and Benji Madden just welcomed a baby girl. Brielle Bierman says she's getting her lip fillers dissolved. Love that. Love <laughs> the that. The photo Us Weekly used is like Brielle Bierman with the biggest lips I've ever seen on anyone. Yeah. Outside of maybe like a Disney movie or something. I mean, and these are, yeah, like, it looks okay, like the I, candy lips sense. that you put over, you're the wax lips that They're you like put over your lips, lips yeah. and you're like, my lips, like it looks, those are her lips. Yeah. So this is interesting to me, Why? not just because it's Brielle Bierman, but because I didn't know you could do this. Oh, of <laughs> I course didn't you know, can. I thought you, I thought you had to just let them sort of go away on their own. There's always like re- a science to combat the science. Dissolving them. So you, you have to put another injection in them. Yeah. And then they fall apart. Fun fact. The enzymes dissolve the fillers. The uh, lip filler dissolver is called hyaluronidase, which is a member of the hyaluronic acid family. Mm-hmm. Truly a miracle. So they mix it with mayonnaise. It's hyaluronic acid and Mixed mayonnaise. Mixed with mayonnaise. And then they inject okay. the mayonnaise into your lips and it sucks the fat out. I was reading about this because I was very curious. And the funny thing was that a doctor was like, what can happen is it makes your lips go thinner than they were before which can be scary to a lot of it's it can really like mess you up because it can make your lips uh, even smaller than they were when you started but they give you quote unquote a clean palette to work with if you are injecting again i think oh this is God. this is all because kylie jenner did this a few yeah. months ago a while ago a kylie long time jenner ago. kylie jenner s- s- begins and ends trends about the lips it's true um, speaking of Brielle Bierman, her ex, this guy Michael Kopeck, is now married to Vanessa Morgan and E News. photo. E News announced this photo crop that E News did. This guy's just a very tall baseball player. I mean, this and happens once in a while. Sometimes. I forget. I've tweeted a funny one of this before. Like, sometimes the, when the image is horizontal and they there is a picture of them together and he the, the man is a lot taller or somebody's a lot taller the crop is never going to make sense so they just like no. let it just do the this whatever it would like automatically crop to and it's basically just his whole face and like just her eyes <laughs> just her eyes <laughs> it's pretty funny actually riverdale's vanessa morgan she is riverdale she he is baseball player right i was like what they, else is she yeah they got engaged. She has like 8 million followers on Instagram. That's the Riverdale effect. Right. And she walked down the aisle to the song by the guy that's dating Kelly Oxford. Very strange. Yep. Yoke lore. Truly, madly, deeply that cover. Who is um, Noah Galvin's brother. What a wild ride this yeah, was. It's very strange. Um, and then I looked one of the lines in the E! News story. E! News had the full exclusive. So they had oh, all I'm the sure wedding photos. Did. No one else did. Everyone's and at the, every everyone's at the Golden Globes. And he's like, we're at the wedding of Vanessa Morgan and... Michael Kopech. Yeah. 
this line that says, of course, the pair's big day was made special by a wedding planner, Tammy Varma. And I was like, is this like a wedding planner to the stars? No, no she's no one. She's I don't know how she got name dropped in this. Of course. Of course. Well, even she got name dropped because she did it for free. And they were like, you can have this exclusive if you name drop our wedding planner and all of the other oh. things that we got for free. Come on. You know that. They're the ones I thought maybe we talked about them, but we could have cut it. They got engaged in that really intense photo under the waterfall. We dove cut it. Maybe not. No, I think we cut it. And the dude, when he announced it, he since deleted the Instagram where he announced his engagement, but it said, I'm a very non-traditional type of person, and I know I found my match in you when it comes to that especially. What? Our relationship probably doesn't make sense to many people for a shit ton of reasons. Whoa. But we're not doing it for them. Okay. We know this is forever. Why would we wait? Lol. That's how he announced his engagement. That's very, that's very defensive to the point of being like me looking side eye like, what? It's not, I didn't it's know sort of like, shit. That sounds like, that sounds like it's pointed towards family members. Well, he's like, a baseball player like, and she's not. Like, I don't know what is the, the problem. Doesn't make sense to people for a shit ton of reasons. It's like, I don't know you. Why would we wait? Lol. We're engaged. Okay. Well, congratulations to the happy couple. May their wedding never dissolve, like Brielle Berman's lips. Can't talk about a relationship growing stronger without talking about a relationship falling apart. And that relationship this week is the one between Linda Perry and Sarah Gilbert. Well, there's two relationships that are dissolving. One officially, one on the on the border we will talk maybe mm-hmm. we'll like talk about this one and then like allude to the other via mm-hmm. speculation so this one was they're getting a divorce linda perry and sarah gilbert they've been married for like nine years like they've been mm-hmm. together for a while linda perry four non-blondes like basically that you know for she was four non-blondes but she wrote like all of iconic Pink's songwriter songs, yes ton of songs and right now Sanger. she's like still prolific songwriter sarah gilbert former roseanne star and I guess she's on the the talk, right? She's talk she's co-host. On the talk. Is Just she like still iconic on the talk? Hollywood lesbian. Two iconic Hollywood so. lesbians, power lesbians, truly. So these two are breaking up. They have a kid. I think they have other. They have a few kids. Via so they. Oh, no, she's kids. not on the talk anymore. I'm sorry, she's not on the talk anymore. Take that back. Loved that the coverage of this was people did a like first appearance after split, which I think is one of the worst types of coverage is the first appearance after split because you mm-hmm. learn nothing from that aside from repeating no. the news so like if a publication knows that people cared about the fact that linda perry and sarah gilbert split they'll say oh we should take the photos from this event that were cheap because they're of they're a fucking linda you know perry and say here's the first appearance since the split and then they'll mm-hmm. rehash the split so it says um the former Fernand frontman, 54, attended the Art of Elysium's 13th annual Heaven Gala at the Hollywood Palladium. What? What is this? Like, Los Angeles makes no sense. What? The Art of Elysium's 13th annual Heaven Gala at the Hollywood well, Palladium. Right. But, yeah. Bludgeon me. Right. <laughs> what? Uh, but Bobby, she wore a pair of black overalls, a black t-shirt, and a pair of black suede shoes while smiling for photos, Perry, who also performed throughout the night, was decked out in gold jewelry. Her signature... <laughs> I'm not done. Her signature gray bowler top hat. I'm dying because I'm like, her signature gray bowler top hat? First of all, gray bowler top hat is like words so, that should not go together. Imagine imagine a gray bowler hat. You can picture that. Yeah. Now make it Tall. taller. So like... Take the like tool on the Photoshop that lets you like and go. Whoop. So she, but no oh. hat like that hat sounds like the noise. Whoop. And also, it's crazy. It's like not only is this hat like insane, 
but it's her signature hat. <laughs> They're like, oh, we've seen this hat before. This is my signature walk. This is the walk that's going to make me famous. This is a wild hat. It's a wild and hat. And it's like suede. It's a wild hat. Is it suede? It looks suede. Signature gray, suede, top hat. It looks old. Who it looks... decided to mix a top hat with a bowler cap? I'd like to see them in jail. Like, they should go to jail. Food? Okay. While I was Googling around about these women to see if there was, like, anything fun in their histories, because they've been dating for a long time, yeah. I remembered, meaning I didn't really know this, but that Sarah Gilbert and Tobey Maguire, quote, unquote, dated, but they didn't date for three years. Like, this is, too, like, who's dated who has it that they dated, but they were just close friends, and she was, quote, unquote, in the Pussy Posse. The Pussy Posse, yeah. She was, she was like, the girl in Pussy Posse. Yeah. They called yeah. her the adjunct member of the pack. She was starring in Poison Ivy when Leo was just guy number one in the script. Quote, if they're a new Rat Pack, she's the Shirley MacLaine figure, says a young actor who hung out with the, cr- with the crowd in there LA. Is, there is like, that is a powerful position to be in. To be the sole female member of the Pussy Posse. Exactly. Just like this like kind of badass lesbian. Right. And they've been friends. Like, mm. Toby and Sarah are still, Toby's so good at remaining friends with Pussy Posse people. Like, it's amazing. Because no one else wants to be friends with him. Well, it's true. And so he, they're still friends. Like, I found some article from 2005 that was like, her house is being renovated and she like moved in with him or something, like something like that. Yeah. It's like her old friend Toby. There's like video of her going out to dinner with like Jen Meyer when Toby and Jen were together. It's a great, this is a great friendship that I had forgotten Mm -hmm. about or maybe never knew about. Stands the test of time. Truly. I didn't know about it either. What's next? Uh, David Foster helping helping secure Meghan and Harry's Canadian what vacation is this home. Shit? Well, can we just talk about this is uninteresting, but what's her face? His daughter got married. That was like a huge wedding. New Year's wedding. Whose wedding? We didn't talk about that, but Aaron Foster got married. Oh, Aaron Foster got married. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like a big deal. And like Jonah Hill mm-hmm. was there and gave a speech. There's mm-hmm. like a lot of Hollywood. That well, they're was friends like a, with a lot of famous people. Right. That was a big like Hollywood mess of people because everyone loves the Fosters. And mm-hmm. Catherine, her her stepmother, performed at our wedding, which is wild. She got married in Nashville, which is fun. Don't they live there? No? Sometimes? Partially? Sometimes. Part-time? Sometimes. Yeah. Aaron's, Aaron and who's the other one? Who's the sister? Uh, J- Jordan? No. Jordan. People, no, it's not Jordan. There's Jordan. Jordan Foster is one of their kids. Sarah Foster. Sarah and Aaron are the Jordan's funny Jordan's the younger ones. Foster. Yeah. And Aaron Foster was the one who got married. Who did she marry? Mm-hmm. Some guy. I don't know. What's his deal? Do you Simon know? Simon Tickman. Who he? Simon Tickman. There are people that really pay attention to like this stuff. Funny thing on people, the first thing they describe her as the bumble entrepreneur. She's not even like a actress or a. She's an investor, I think. Right, but it's just so funny that they really. She really is not even seen as like actress writer. Whatever, if this is She's what an entrepreneur. They're, they're calling her. The Bumble Entrepreneur, 37, and businessman Simon Tickman tied the knot on mm-hmm. New Year's Eve in Nashville. He's an entrepreneur. He's the managing partner of the fund at First Access Entertainment. Alongside his brother, Alex Tickman, he has invested in a growing portfolio of startups, including Robinhood, Bumble? Phil's Coffee, my least fucking favorite coffee, mm-hmm. Phil's Coffee, mm-hmm. eSports Platform, Vision Venture Partners, Espressa, Glimpse, and Exadel. Interesting. This guy seems so boring. Yeah. The Hudsons were there. I think Kate Hudson like performed, which is amazing. Kate Hudson? Yeah. They're friends. Kate Hudson performed? I think she sang. You know, she loves to sing. Ugh. Kate Hudson is like, I love to sing. That's like well, very, yeah, She just loves, she loves a camera. She Kate loves a lens. energy. Kate Hudson energy is like, I love to sing. 
videos shared by Instagram's vice president of global partnerships, Charles Port, showed Hudson performing for Erin and her new husband, mm -hmm. as well as the bride herself, busting out some vocals as she led a group karaoke rendition of TLC's 990 Empowerment hit, No Scrubs. Okay, well, that's nice. I guess it's nice. So, Megan and Harry are moving to Canada for... To, we're not moving to Canada. They're, they're, they bought a can Canadian vacation home or rented one. Uh-huh. And they got David Foster's help. Uh-huh. Because he's Canadian? I don't understand this. But also, uh, Catherine McPhee is old friends with Megan. So that I remember. There's a weird Do you remember her, the photo she posted when they got married? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Catherine McPhee like, wants you to know that they're old friends. So David Foster is finding new ways. It's just David Foster having more capital in like the world of celebrity entertainment than Yolanda Foster in 2020 it's is mind-boggling for the past true. two years he's been he's been more consequential in terms of like I don't know celebrity news impact than his wife Yolanda has a, nothing on what he's accomplished this person. year nothing nothing and he hasn't written a hit song in a while so it's not even that stuff uh, his his ability to maintain relevance is shocking yeah I guess we don't give Catch McPhee enough credit. I mean, she's part of the plan. Yeah. She's part of the journey. Yeah. And her and her, mm. you know, 14 gay men who run her Twitter are keeping up, Dave. keeping the lights on in the house. That she's paying below minimum wage. Okay. Catherine, and, Catherine went to school with Megan and her sister went to school with Megan, David said. We actually met Megan and Harry at D-Day in London maybe a year ago. Immediately, we were drawn to them. Well... Like everybody is. I'm sure you and were I was just happy because they're famous and you're like, oh, uh, hi. You know. <laughs> um, this is interesting to me and there's really not much to it. But we haven't talked about Jordan Woods since her Red Table Talk uh, post Kardashian well, like, uh, exile. That was so dramatic. Mm -hmm. And then she kind of just, they stopped being friends. No one gave a shit. People stopped caring. And she kind of just yeah. kept doing her own thing separately. And it's wow. funny that now she has a new best friend, apparently, and the new best friend is Lori Harvey, other than one of the who's of 2019, perfect. Lori Harvey. It's perfect. Which is, it really is perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. They're hanging out. They're taking photos of each other in bathroom in bathroom mirrors. They're getting popped together. It's, it's perfect. It's perfect. That's a perfect friendship. Like Jordan has had this planned for a while. This is perfect. Mm hmm. Lori yeah. Harvey honestly, is honestly anything BFF. but the Kardashians. Stay away from them. Right, like Ugh. I'll take. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like I don't really have. I'm not really invested in Jordan Woods and her life, but no. I do think like separating yourself from the Kardashians is a is a solid plan. Like, and she survived it fine. And when <laughs> no your job is being the best friend, like you got to find a new job, aka a new best friend. And this is a good one. This is a pretty good one. This it's is a least, good one. If not a step up, it's at least a lateral move. Like with our powers combined in a very, you know, like them together is truly yeah. the influence yeah. of a Kylie Jenner. Maybe not, you know, like as and it's, like. And it's mutually beneficial too. Because Lori Harvey gets gets press for being friends with Kylie's ex-best friend. Jordan Woods, who we only yes. know for that. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, interesting. The second part of this boss up headline was, meanwhile, Diddy debuts a new boo, and it's like, I don't care about don't this. Don't care about Absolutely. that. Lori Harvey is still that. dating Future, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they haven't, well, they haven't, they haven't announced a breakup. Um, Amina sent sure. us that really funny, um, the Shade Room post where, the Shade Room is so often on good, like, they really... Whatever the, they switch, they got a lot of stuff. They put a lot of stuff out there, and some there's of it's just so good. much there that right. you have to deal with but a lot they, to get to like the diamonds. But a good, an amazing post was that they had a there was a photo of because like I guess Lori Harvey and Future are still being coy about whether they're together, and there was a photo that like a pair of shoes in a reflection in like a mirror that she took oh. a picture of herself in were the shoes yeah. that he was wearing that same day in a photo that mm-hmm. he took. So it was like, Oh, those are his shoes. Like by the bed. That was incredible detective work. Like incredible they are in the same work. place. A hundred percent. And I was like, wow, this is like what the shade room should be doing. A hundred. Of course the shade room found those shoes. They are the best investigators on the internet. I would say they're good sleuths when they want to be. It's true. Do we want to talk about Wilmer Valderrama and his new fiance, Amanda Pacheco? Yeah, do we? I don't Wilmer know. I guess this known is... known Hollywood player is settling down. He is the now the only engaged. notable thing about this is that Wilmer Valderrama is engaged, yes. which is like because of his run of exes, it's like, which was it's impressive. It's like this is uh, this is akin to Leonardo DiCaprio getting engaged, you know? Truly, yeah, I guess. Well, especially for like a very specific type of like millennial, like. Yeah. 2009 is the best you know like if you cared about pop culture between a very specific years he dated like everyone. every single person everyone. but he didn't looking back at who he dated he didn't date that 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 many people he just dated a very specific mm-hmm. sect of people like Lohan and you know uh who else did he date I'm like Demi Mandy Lovato Moore. Mandy, Mandy Demi, Moore, yeah. well that's that's recent Demi Lovato was like last and year but yeah. correct me if I'm wrong but as far as I can remember, Wilmer is also the category of like dude celebrity who has a lot of girlfriends and is known for being kind of a player who doesn't really have much bad goss. Like there's no, like he doesn't break up with women and the women are like, what a fucking asshole. He breaks up with women and they're like, I liked him. We're still friends. You know, like that's an interesting mm. place to be. I don't really know that. Right. I feel like there was a little bit of drama with, him and Mandy Moore, but even there she was because because of the well, virginity she, thing. He, virginity thing. But even right. that, she doesn't she doesn't really disparage him. Ultimately, I mean his his list of dating is wild. So this is who's dated who. You can't trust them on everything, but mm-hmm. I would say I trust some of these. Christina Milian mm-hmm. in 1998. He there was a rumor that he dated Jennifer Love Hewitt in 99. Sure, I believe Mandy it. Moore for two years in 2000. 2004, he dated Lindsay Lohan. He dated Ashley Simpson in 2005. Mm-hmm. He dated Rihanna in 2009, which I don't even believe, but like whatever, best of luck. Avril Lavigne, 2009, same year. I don't believe that either. Demi Lovato, he dated for six years. Mm-hmm. They dated for a long time. He dated Minka Kelly, hmm. like while hmm. he was not dating Demi Lovato. So he dated Demi Lovato, not for six years, but off and on. And then while he was off, he dated Mika Kelly, which I guess I do believe. Okay. He dated the the model Chantel Jeffries. And now he's engaged after dating Amanda Pacheco for, I think they've only been dating for like six months. Yeah, not long. Not long at all. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So now they're engaged. The interesting thing about her is that she's one of those people. No one knows. She's just a model, barely a model, kind of. She's not like a yeah. huge, a huge model by any means. Um, I'm uh-huh. basing this on Instagram follower count, which is not right. large. 
And these are some of the Nine things you should know about know. her. So uh, Life and Style did a five things to know about her. E did and someone else. So these are from all three. Uh, mm-hmm. Life and Styles, these are their number one, number two, number three, which I think is strange to see them in succession like this. Number one, her mother succumbed to cancer. Okay, sad. But that's also not about her. It's about the mother. Number two, she fights for ovarian cancer awareness. Okay. Number three, she has no problem with nudity. (laughs) That's weird. Cancer, cancer, she has no problem with nudity. That's so weird. What a strange way to do this. So like one of their facts is literally that she got naked in a picture or something. Mm -hmm. She got topless. Okay. I just... On someone else's five things to know about her, the number two is San Diego holds a special place in her heart. And it's just based on a photo of her posting a photo of herself in San Diego saying that it's where her parents fell in love. This is not written by... Like, this This is is written by, like, computer. And then number five on that same one is dessert makes her smile. Dessert makes her smile. (laughs) Look what she wrote... Nothing puts a smile on my face like dessert. So reverse engineer that one. Dessert makes her smile. The other fact that isn't even a fact, it was just in the same story. This was in a different story, actually, because I can tell by the font change. Not much is known about Pacheco's past dating life, but she did previously date a gentleman named Ricky. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love journalism. I love journalism. Thank you. A man named Ricky. What's the problem? But it's like screaming at your editor. I couldn't find any facts, but I think she dated a guy named Ricky. And he's like, put, put it, it in. in. Put it in. Put it in. Um, she got a pear-shaped. Wait, what is this This is funny because thing? it's like she got a pear-shaped diamond. But every story about it is like famously pear-shaped diamonds were famously dumped on by Carrie Bradshaw. And in the episode where Aiden proposed with a pear-cut diamond. And she was like, I hate pear-cut diamonds. And she's like, they're back now. And they interviewed, they did the classic, they did the classic people thing where they talk to like an expert who's just a jeweler. And it's this woman who's like, it's a new decade. It's this, this quote is from a jeweler they interview for the story because they obviously couldn't get Wilmer or Amanda Pacheco. It's a new decade. And the stigma against pear-shaped diamonds promoted by Carrie Bradshaw back in 2001 is long gone. What? What? I mean, every, I mean, this website, every, every, all this news is, is relies on you having to make her... a mountain out of a molehill and this is one of the dumbest molehills i've ever seen but they turned one of the things mountain. that i found about her through her five things but then i like traced it back mm-hmm. was and it, this was in the newsletter that i wrote last week um patreon.com slash weekly <laughs> um in her instagram bio one of her like things capital t things is that she does diving mm-hmm. she's a patty dive master oh, she's a dive master and i googled yeah. what that was that means she can teach diving to others. Like that's like a that's one of the higher tr- like certifications that yeah. you can get as a diver. And her Instagram name is Seaweenie, like seaweed, Seaweenie. Oh, get it? okay, I get it. So she's like one of her big things is like diving. I don't know. That's better than most of the things well, on this I, list. I will say most of the five things included she's into diving, but I thought that that was actually a helpful fact, so I didn't even bring it up. Right. So that's a help. So that's the, the only one thing that fact. we know. That's helpful is like this woman dives and is not just like has done it once, like does it a lot. She's a patty dive master and model. Okay. Okay. Right. That's it. I mean, that's like, that's all yeah. that we got. And now we can move on and to And now Rita. she's engaged to Wilmer Valderrama. The only other thing that I had but on here it. was, well, I had on this thing. Okay. Moving on. It's time to talk about Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? 
She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Mass Singer UK mm. premiered and she's already a meme. She's already a meme. I mean. Mass Singer revealed one of the people. She's the one where that everyone's like talking about. Every like promo is like Rita's there. And she's like, what? Yes. Hi. What? I'm here. Yeah. Like, is it a show if it's not like a Rita hosted show? You know, mm-hmm. the Mass Singer UK. We've got Rita on the panel, which is incredible because Rita, that means Rita's not in the masks. Mm-hmm. Not that, again, Rita is not actually a good fit to be in the masks it's people who you don't know sing mm-hmm. like it's not supposed to be like a Rita Ora even if you think that the fame level would be in the UK she's famous enough to be on the panel but then again Nicole Scherzinger was famous enough to be on the panel in the US so let's be real like it's mm-hmm. not actually a matter of everyone involved in the mass Singer is who he is what I yeah. guess my point is okay yeah that's true so Rita's on the mass Singer they reveal their first like reveal which is so funny because the UK version is like, you know, even more befuddling to, to us, us. Because we don't know who like, any of them are. Because we don't know who any of them are. But our remember our um, UK correspondent, Jono. Jono English. He DMs us. Love him. And he DMs us and he says, he sends us this Rita clip, this like meme where it's a picture of her being like surprised at somebody was revealed. And it says, when you definitely know who Ellen Johnson is. Meaning, like, Rita Orr is a Lindsay Lohan of the Mass Singer UK, where she, like, doesn't know who anyone is anyways. <laughs> and it's specifically because, I guess, the hard guy because who it's a politician. Revealed... It's, not even a, it's not even an entertainer. It's literally a politician. Don't you think, like, British entertainment has more politician-esque commentators in their sphere of celebrity than we do, though? I, like, I feel like I don't know enough to make a, a, a comment about that. I just feel like whenever I watch, like, a British quiz show and they have people on it... The talking heads are always more like intellectual types Mm -hmm. than we would have. But I don't know. I mean, again, I don't know. But that's just my generalization. It's always like these weird satirists that are famous, see, and that we really wouldn't have a version of that in the Mm -hmm. U.S. as much as they would. So it turns out the guy who is like demasked on The Masked Singer is this guy named Alan Johnson. Mm -hmm. And I was like, who is that? And Jono goes... LMAO, I cannot even think of an American equivalent. He was home secretary for a year in 2009. For one year. So I go to this guy's Wikimedia and it says, Alan Johnson is a British Labour Party politician who served as home secretary from June 2009 to May 2010. Before that, he filled a wide variety of cabinet positions in both the Blair and Brown governments, including education secretary, health secretary, and home secretary. He's 69 years old. Rita was a teenager. She didn't know. But this is a perfect mass Singer person. Everyone goes, perfect. they're all going, Alan Johnson, Alan Johnson. And Rita's like, no. Ah. I know. No one knows who Alan, Alan Johnson, Johnson is. Right. Thank God I'm not having to guess who these people are. because no. I don't fucking know who Alan Johnson is. No. Anyway, the meme is <sighs> when you else? definitely know who Alan Johnson is. And it's just her looking surprised as if she's recognizing this person. Hey, but she obviously has no idea actress. who it is. She was in Detective Pikachu. She can and act. She's in the upcoming right. film Twist. Next headline: <laughs> Twist. Makeup-free Rita Ora is uncharacteristically low-key in a hoodie and track shoot bottoms as she goes grocery shopping in Los Angeles. The hot right now singer, 29, kept things very casual in gray sweatpants as she wandered around the store with her cart. 
I don't think I've ever seen her this dressed down and in a grocery store. I don't think I have either. Like, this is kind of a wild photo. Seeing Rita in a grocery store pushing her little cart, like full-size cart, not even a Trader Joe's cart, like full-size cart through a grocery store. There's like five items in it. I feel (laughs) like I'm looking at something I shouldn't be seeing. Like a pe- I don't like it at all. It's a peek behind the curtain that honestly is I very don't want it. discomforting. I don't like Yeah, I don't, I don't like, like it, it Like, she looks too much like me Like it, when I do that. Like, I don't want Lorita to like, resemble this is too, me in my this life. This is stars are just like us. This is too much. It's there. She's it's too like much too like much. us. Like, I cannot deal with this. What is she buying? Like, Tupperware? I can't tell. Casual. The singer donned a pair of patterned shoes, which had a green strap across the front. I just put this there because she wears them later in a photo. Uh-huh. In the uh-huh. photo where she's leaving... Okay. She's leaving the quote doctor, but she's leaving with a face uh-huh. mask on. She's also uh-huh. wearing the same. She's wearing the same shoes. But it's like, why does she have a face mask on? Maybe she was sick. She was at the doctor. Maybe she's a cold. Maybe that's why she's wearing the sweatpants. Yeah, okay. What are you? What's? What are you thinking? I don't know. Maybe she was covering her face for some reason. I don't know. Okay. It's interesting. Well, interesting. Days later, was it, she was she posted this stay hydrated. Was that before or after she got sick? We don't know. I think that was before because no, that, that was on New Year's. And she posted a photo of her kind of like braless thirst trap, like wearing a sort of halter top. Is that what that is? Crop top tank top. A crop tank top. Her boobs are kind of out. And she's in this like beautiful place. And she says, stay hydrated, kids. (laughs) I guess it's because like you're going out, you're drinking a lot. So stay hydrated, maybe. Is that what she means? Stay hydrated, kids. I mean... I mean, I don't think that's supposed to be a deep... Yeah, that's what she means. She also said that she fancied the chameleon on Mass Singer. And the chameleon is well known currently on the season of Mass Singer because he has a, quote, massive bulge. No, I hate and, that. I don't want to talk about that. And Rita said, he looks fit, Rita giggled. I never thought I'd no, fancy a chameleon. So Rita fancies a chameleon. I think that is yeah, that's it. pretty oh much... Oh my God. So much Golden Globes in this episode. Thank you for listening to Who Weekly. Follow us at... Uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Who Weekly. Support us on patreon.com slash Who Weekly for bonus episodes and a weekly newsletter. Um, 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 what else is there to say? Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That'd be amazing. And we will see you on Friday with another episode of Who's There. So call in at 619-WHO-THEM if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. And we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. You will say that. To choose when... To watch Fosse Verdon or not watch Fosse Verdon. And with whom. When I felt supported and able to balance our lives, knowing as all mothers know... That you want to watch Fosse Verdon? Amazing. You can do what you want. I know my choices might look different than yours, but thank God or whomever you pray to that we live in a country founded on the principle that I am free... To watch Fosse Verdon or not watch Fosse Verdon.